Welcome, everyone, to the Sasquatch and Turnip Review Show. She is Sasquatch. And he is Turnip. Today we are going to be reviewing the first two episodes of Loki, which coming into this, both me and Sasquatch were really looking forward to it, because I think we both absolutely love Loki. Yeah, he's just so cute and mischievous. I warned you I was going to pose a question to you. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. If you were given the chance mm-hmm. and left alone in a room mm-hmm. with a video of your entire life, mm-hmm. past, present, future, mm-hmm. and you were able to press play to see the future, do you? I would want to, but I wouldn't. You'd resist to the urge. I'll go back to childhood and watch all the little films when you're wee teeny doing nonsense. I don't know what I would do. We know what Loki does. He sits and watches it and that would break mere mortals. Well, I'd like to think I wouldn't watch the future because the minute you know the future, it might not happen. I might watch Into the Future long enough that I see myself get up from the chair and walk away from it. Uh, so maybe like just the, the immediate future. You see like the next couple hours of what you're going to do. Maybe, yeah. I would find it so hard not to keep playing, though. And what if... Would you look at the reel? Because, like, it's an old... We're not actually talking about the episode yet. But what Loki has is, like, an old film reel, which is his full life of what's meant to happen. Yeah, that's one thing I don't really like about it. They say that everything's meant to happen. Like, everything's preset. I'm hoping there's a big reveal at the end of this that it's not preset. Because although you can have fate, I like to think there's different branches you can take, not different branches that will be blown up. So you have to take the one. Everything has to go according to the timekeepers. These wonderful beings that we still haven't seen yet. Anyway, Loki, new show come to Disney+. Plus, Starring the titular character played by... Tom Hiddleston. And then there is Owen Wilson. Yes. Who's playing the, the other main character... Which is very weird. It's weird to... Well, it's not really the most serious role, but it's like a serious role. I'm used to seeing him in, like, daft, weird stuff. Yeah. I was speaking to someone about this this week. I actually genuinely am not a big fan of Owen Wilson. I don't really think I've seen him in anything where I've went, that's it. That's him. That's where his, like, weird whisper acting really comes into play. I think he plays this character pretty well. Yes. I was about to say that I think this might be his best thing. Obviously, we still see the full show, but this is so far brilliant from him. Yeah, it's it's just odd because like you think of other actors, and you think yeah they're either a really big name or they really like this or they're really suited for the character, and he's just kind of just there. He's great in the role, but I just wasn't expecting him. Well, we knew he was going to be in it. Well, yeah, but you don't expect him to be like this. No, like when I saw the trailer and stuff, I just thought it was an odd choice Mm. like he's great in the role but i wasn't expecting him so episode one kicks us off where loki disappears in endgame when the timeline goes askew where he picks up the tesseract and just bails out of there and literally within seconds of him landing in the sand somewhere in time this essentially swat team turn up tell him to come with them or there's going to be trouble him being loki and obstinate as he is says no you're going to listen to me so they hit him with like this time power that knocks him to like one sixteenth speed, as he's like hitting the face and he's slowly falling. Whoa, whoa. Everyone else is moving in real time. They just arrest him and take him back to the TVA. There was a meme of this of someone saying that they sped up to sixteen 
and he was still not moving at the right speed. So they didn't do it wrong. And Marvel wasn't expecting you to, to notice. They didn't do it right, sorry, rather than wrong. And Marvel was expecting you not to notice. But I don't know if it's true or not, but I love the fact that someone's actually called them out going, you said it was 16 and that's wrong. <laughs> it just makes me giggle. Yeah, I don't I don't get worried about technical things like that. It was Neither just a funny moment. Yeah, but the fact that someone's actually sat and watched it to try and make it normal again is just adorable. The TVA are the Time Variance Authority, who essentially say there are three powerful beings. Lizards. Did they describe them as lizards? Mm-hmm. But is it as a joke from Loki, or do the TVA actually say these are lizards? Well, there's big statues at one point, and they look rather like lizardy humans. So, the giant lizards, or the small lizards, that'd be so good if they're real, but they're tiny. Like a gecko. Yeah. Like, just a time gecko. Like a gingerbread man size. Yeah. Giant lizards. Giant lizards who... Manage timeline. Manage the timeline by not directly affecting themselves, but basically they say they've, they've worked out the golden timeline that will stop... M- multiversal war which was apparently happening before they sorted it all out in the tva it appears to be an area that's like beyond time or space at least from what we can see it's like a hub where everyone can branch out to different times or places wherever they see fit however it seems to be like they operate within oh sorry out with the realm of normality because loki's powers don't do anything in that zone the infinity stones also don't work and there's a drawer of Infinity Stones. I thought that was hilarious. Weirdly, did you see there was no Tesseract? Or at least no full cube Tesseract in that drawer? Yeah, but does that not go down to stone at one point? It does, but that means that every single person that's ever been brought through the TVA and then had the stones conf- confiscated from them has always broken it down, whereas Loki's like the first one to go like, I've brought the full cube. Yeah, he likes to be different. But yeah, he descri- the that desk worker describes it as... A pa- uh, the paperweights, basically. Now, I don't know if that's because they are so less powerful here than all the other abilities the Time Authority has, or if it's just they don't work there, which I, is how I was taking it. Or if their timeline was destroyed, that they're from, they no longer work. They lose their power, maybe. Regardless, they don't work Yeah, there. they don't work there. They're just fancy stones. Yeah. That's somewhere in the middle of the episode after Loki's been through processing, which is very funny. He gets given a ticket and he's told to wait in line and the, guy, the one guy in front of him who appears to be like a businessman's son who somehow got warped out of his time doesn't have a ticket and is immediately vaporised into nothingness. And as soon as Loki sees this power, after already realising he has no control of the situation, starts fumbling around in his pockets for a ticket really quickly. It was the wee bit at the end when he holds it above his head like, I have a ticket! and Here's my ticket! I have it! See? <laughs> he's put on trial. And essentially his crime is you have went out with the golden time, the golden timeline. Had he plea, he pleads not guilty because as far as he's concerned, he's not committed a crime. However, because he was not meant to escape there and he was meant to be imprisoned on Asgard, even though he didn't make the mistake that messed up the timeline, that was Tony Stark and the rest of the Avengers doing that, he got arrested and taken. And if it wasn't for Morbius, they would have just immediately vaporized this Loki. Yeah. There was lots of this part in the the first episode. It was very much processing and courts and what the place does and I found it quite dull. It was needed but I found it quite dull. 
you wanted Loki being Loki, which is more what you get in the second episode. Even the second one, he's getting there, but he's not quite himself yet. I want the mischievous, cheeky Loki that gets up to mischief, not the one that has to learn to do a court in a place that he doesn't know about and all this nonsense. Yeah, but in order to get him into that position where he then might overturn the TVA or whatever they've got planned, this is all necessary. I feel like, especially from the second episode, there's a bromance brewing between Owen Wilson dude and Loki. But then Owen Wilson's going to think that Loki's betrayed him, but then he hasn't, and then they'll hug. That would be fabulous. Once Loki realises the futility of his situation, he's trying to figure out how he can get out. He wants to meet the lizard men, who we haven't seen yet after two episodes. Do you think they're real? I think they're real, but or either there's someone's very good cover-up, but there's something fishy going on. It's like this sort of fake religion. I don't believe this one's real. There's something covered or fake, or they're believing in something that maybe used to exist but doesn't anymore, and someone's trying to keep it going. And yeah, there's a there's a real possibility that these things either never existed, and then it's all a cover-up by one of the agents, or they are now dead, having once been alive. Well, we said at the very first episode that they're stopping multiverses happening. So it's the one current timeline. So we thought at the end of this season, Loki's going to break the timeline and that's going to set up for Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, so that's what we think is going to happen by the end. Yes, and what happens in the second episode sort of throws that not necessarily off track, it just adds more elements to it. Because essentially we get woman Loki, but she doesn't like to be called Loki. Loketa? Lokieta? Lokina? Lokina? Loku? <laughs> I kept saying to you that during the whole second episode we kept seeing this variant who by the way we should explain that Loki has been hired by the TVA in a sort of expert role because the person that is causing them to lose units out in the field and causing them absolute nightmare is Loki which they know however it's revealed to Loki at the end of a second episode that Yes, it is a Loki, but it's a female Loki, which changes things quite a bit. Which I never worked out until you saw a hurricane standing to the side and with the hood draped over, you could just tell. It's like, she a woman? Well, I kept saying to you, though, that during this whole thing, like, if it is Loki, why haven't they shown his face? Why haven't they got Tom Hiddleston in in all the roles? Because he's so funny. Oh, that would be great. They should do that. (laughs) But they're not doing that. You should just have an entire room full of Tom Hiddleston Lokis. Or characters. All talking to each other. That might be a thing eventually. All talking to each other, but it can be like some sort of distraction. Because they were trying to find the real one, and it's just hundreds and hundreds of them all wee and cheeky. And it's just too much cheek. I think we're going to get something halfway towards what we want then. Because I think what we're going to get is a room full of Lokis, but they're all going to be different Lokis. I think we're going to get Tom Hiddleston's Loki, the female Loki, maybe like an older Loki. One that's already been through all this. Oh my goodness, teenage Loki. Teenage Loki would just be a bastard. Yeah. Teenage Loki against old dude Loki. Who wins? Probably old Loki because he knows what he's doing. No, I think it would be that demon Loki would just like storm through and take them both out. Oh, the blue one. The big one that looks like a, like an orc or something. I think he was meant to be one of the the half-elves because you know, remember he's like half-elf. Oh, Of the yeah. big blue people. I think that was what he was meant to be. But imagine he was a variant you were fi- like chasing up. And he had all the powers of Loki. And just whenever he's not in Loki form, he's basically the Hulk. 
So you're finding it relatively dull in parts because you're feeling like it's stumbling towards where it needs to get to. Is that what you're thinking? Well, the second episode's better. I think it needs all the parts that it's had, but because it's only six episodes, that says two down. I feel like they're short on time. Which is funny, because there's a little bit of time. But they're short on time, because like one division they covered so much, so quickly. I don't know if anything can beat the first few episodes of one division for me. Yeah, they were really nice and stylized in how they were filmed. Especially when you look, go back and watch the, like, the making of episodes. It actually does help out quite a lot in understanding of it. I really like this. I think the I think the added world building to the MCU's interesting. The only thing I'm wondering is that as as we've seen in in Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision, yes they advance the plot lines of these characters, but I wouldn't say anything that happens in them is so mind-blowing that it's like you must watch it before the next film comes out. Which I remember they said when they first brought the television shows out that in theory, somebody could still go and watch all the films, not see any of the television, and still be able to keep up. Which makes me think that these lizard people might not be real. There might not be a multiverse as far as the TVA are concerned. It might just be one big lie. And all that happens is that Loki is brought back into the MCU somehow. Well, I'm wondering if everything has to match up, maybe Loki won't be brought back. Maybe he'll stay in one of the timelines and he'll get brought into it when the Doctor Strange film comes out. So that the films all join up. But my other thought was, what happens if he does go back into the normal timeline, but he comes back at a really inappropriate moment? Like he just appears at like Stark's funeral or something? Just going, I'm back! <laughs> that could be possible. I mean, they did say that there would be some weird cameos in this series. Yeah. Because he's watching his life back in the first episode, you get to see Coulson again get killed by Loki. And that's something that he has experienced, because that Loki had done that earlier in the Avengers film. Who was that? The S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. The one that collected the superhero baseball card, so that's what... Oh, did he not survive? So he appeared in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but he was stabbed right through the chest and died in the film. And was told, and all the Avengers were told, he died. And that's what sort of rounds them back into a team to go fight in New York. Right, okay, so he died, but he didn't die. I think he's dead. I think in the films he's dead, but they brought him into the show as a cameo, but the show is now no longer canon, I don't think. Right, okay. But there's a possibility he might show up. Because theoretically, if this is to do with time, there might be a scene where they go back and they're refilming that scene again. What happens if Thor's a girl and he comes in? Or she comes in? Oh my god, I didn't think this was a female Loki. Maybe there's a female Thor in the same timeline. Well, is there not... Are they not getting Natalie Portman in to play a female Thor? Uh, Natalie Portman is going to be... Uh, you're right, but that's in the films only, I think. I don't think she's going to appear here. Oh, okay. But that is another thing. In the cast listing, I can't remember them off the top of my head, but the cast listing is bigger than the three main characters we've seen so far. That's because they've got fish did on it. But that could mean either there's a new big character potentially one of the lizard men to appear. What happens if one of the lizard men isn't a lizard but he's that rock dude from Ragnarok? By the well, that would mean Taika Waititi's in this though. As I didn't want to say his name because I say it wrong and I didn't want to say it on the podcast. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe, I mean, at this point in the MCU really could do anything they want as long as that's not a ridiculously stupid decision they regret later. 
in reviewing these six episodes, I know it's not meant to be like a film, but it is like we've reviewed the first third of it, like the opening act of a film. And in that, I really like the setup they're going for. The intrigue of chasing a variant through time who hides in the, oh, the I, apocalypse. I love that, but... When they're at Pompeii, just before the pyroclastic flow hits the small village, Loki's trying to show Morbius that he can cause all sorts of chaos because it's just about a hit. He can do anything he likes and it's not going to cause any variance. So he frees the goats because he's, there's a fellow horned things. I can't remember exactly what he says, but it was adorable and I loved it. Be free, my horned friends, be free! And Owen Wilson's going to get a skidoo at some point. Skidoo, water ski, jet ski. What is it he says? The perfect fit of form and function. But he's never been on one, which means he's going to get to go on one. And I hope he gets to go on one at one of these apocalypse moments. Like maybe there's going to be like a tidal wave and they've swooped in and they're on jet skis or something. Mm. I said to you immediately, that's like that's like setting up for like the final scene where like Morbius and Loki ride off into the sunset almost on their wee skidoos. Or it'll be his way for letting him know that they're okay. Like maybe he's still kind of playing both sides but he lets them go on a, a jet ski and he'll know it's like yeah he, he knows. He knows. Possibly. What do you think about them coming in and resetting all the wee timeline events? I think that stops people having choice. That really annoys me. It's a hard one to get your head around because it's like, well, that means literally everything you've decided to do has to be your fate. I remember saying like at the beginning, at the watching of this first episode that I didn't like it, but, you know, I find it quite an interesting story arc. Well, I believe in fate so much. Like, every choice that you make will have an effect down the line. So, you're not always going to end... Well, Sorry, I'm just laughing because... Well, yes, every choice you do make will have an effect down the line. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So it'll have an effect. But and if you're on the timeline, regardless of what your choice is, that you'd always have the same thing. Or if you went off it, a team of SWAT people are going to turn up and rip you out your timeline, drop a grenade that completely explodes the timeline away. Yeah, which means that you're not allowed to choose, which means that you're not actually doing anything in your life. It's all preset. You're like a robot. Yeah. So I don't like that. I like to think that if I choose A or B, it's my choice and that will take me on a different route. It's like sort of like a tree. So you start at point A and then there's all these different bits that you'll eventually end up at. But depending on what choices you make, that's the one you're going to get to. That's why I think the TVA are going to be binned. I don't think as an element in the MCU they can last past this show. Because that means any film, any TV show, if they're still working and functioning as they currently are, would mean that every event could then be overshadowed by, well, that must be cosmic golden timeline. They have to be dead or a lie. They have to be. It's just who's doing the cover-up. Like, who's actually pushing that they're still doing... Because mm, Owen Wilson's character, Morbius, he still thinks they are real. He doesn't sort of let on in any way that they aren't. But he's never seen them. Whereas the, the woman that he talks to... The judge. Yeah, she says she's talked to them. Mm, which so makes is, you wonder if it's her. Is she in on it? Is she doing it? Or is she getting duped by it? Possibly two of them. Loki obviously wants out. He doesn't want to get fried into non-existence. 
so he wants to meet the timekeepers. But when he meets a female Loki, he asks if he, she would be like his lieutenant. Which right now, like, if you want somebody to go along with you, just say general or or joint commander. No, it's Loki. He has to be distinguished as the leader. I get it, but he's also a trickster. So should he not understand that if he just says the right things, he can get the right results from this person? That's why he's such a mixed bag. He is hilarious in this. Yeah. I like it when he got so excited about figuring out the apocalypse thing. Oh, he runs over and the salad. Owen Wilson's salad getting ruined because he's like, I can add all the salt and all the pepper to the salad and the salt and the pepper are like events within the timeline that's just about to end or be an apocalypse. And he gets like someone's juice and pours it all over and this entire time Morbius is like, no, no, please don't do that. No, don't do it. No. He said it was his lunch though, but it was the tiniest little salad you've ever seen in your life. Didn't have in the budget to make a bigger salad to ruin. Let's just say what are you doing your with? salad is Asgard. No, in this scenario. it's not Asgard. It's, That's it's my metaphor. lunch. Just hang in there. I want and that salad. The plan for female Loki. What is it, do you think? She's released all of these time bombs into different points on the golden timeline that have then caused numerous different flows of time to run off from the main one. And you can see it on the chart, there's like 10 on the line that are all like heading out towards the red line. And once it crosses the red line, that means that we're back into potentially multiversal war. I like to believe that she's doing it for a purpose. So she's doing it to stop something that's going to happen or to prove that there aren't big lizards or something. You know, it's, it's a cheeky way, a bad way, but it's still ultimately like a good reason. I really liked it because it looked like it was sending the TVA into complete meltdown that they don't know where to go because they've probably not got enough agents to deal with so many different bombs going off at once. But do you think it's she's trying to find the lizards? Or do you think she's trying to cause war? She could be trying to cause war. But I don't know. There has to be some bigger purpose for it. And why didn't she kill all the agents? She was selective of the agents. So is that just to find out where the lizards are? Because if she knows where they are, then she's going after the lizards. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Unless she's trying to prove that the lizards don't exist. So that they allow her to go back and fix her timeline that was like so long ago they won't let her touch. Yeah, I mean there's a multitude of different things that could happen. I still think that there's going to be a variant out there that's Loki, probably when he's older, that either has been through all this or has been through the TVA in some way. And he's just like, here's what you do. And he either shows it, tells him how to fix it or sort of says, you can't really win. But I do think the TVA probably need to go away by the end of the show. But then I really like Morbius, I really like Owen Wilson in his role, so I don't want him to go away. But then he might not go away. I just don't know who he'd go with. Or he might end up being the leader of the TBA or something. Possibly. But then it's probably he'd have a different function then, because there would be no golden timeline. If those lists of people either don't exist, or no longer exist. Unless the idea is they, they said, this is how we never cause war again, and we've laid it all out from like beginning of time to end of time, and then died unceremoniously hmm. I don't know I mean after the next episode we'll be halfway through so we'll probably know a bit more by then take some more guesses and then we'll get back to you guys by episode 4 <laughs> probably just come on and go well we went in the wrong direction it's completely different yeah by doing two episodes in a row our guesses are being far flung out further so we could be easily way more wrong than previously 
Plus, because we're dealing with time and multiverse stuff and gods of mischief, there's a decent chance that we are reading into it completely wrong anyway. Lots of people I have seen so far think that, at least from the first two episodes, it's the best Marvel TV show so far, but I'm guessing you're not one of them. WandaVision. I think I need to let it sit a bit longer and watch the whole thing. I like it so far better than Falcon Winter Soldier. Falcon is good, but it's not really a competitor for WandaVision. Loki, I thought, was going to top WandaVision, so we'll just need to wait and see. Yeah, we know he gets his full armour back because we see it in the trailer. I think that's what I want. I want him kitted out. I want him full powers and I want him just to be cheeky and go crazy and do all his magic. We'll see. If nothing else, I'm hoping we get different versions of him, whether it be female Loki or others, being just as cheeky. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back for the next episode in this series in two weeks, once Loki episode four has launched. We'll maybe do a wee film in the meantime to keep us going. Yeah, we'll decide what happens. As always, on the platform you're on, if you give us a five-star review, that'll be excellent and really help us out. There's an email down below in which you can get in touch with us. Otherwise, you can follow our Instagram or Twitter where you can get in contact with us there. She's been Sasquatch. And he's been Turnip. Bye, guys. Bye.